pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. controversial because we're doing comedy yeah well we're podcasting there's only three of us in here it's fine we're so socially distanced we've got bags of shame <laughs> to crinkle crinkle unless you brought your own mic condom hey welcome to whatever we're doing here on friday right now live at mutinyradio.fm and sf uh we've got a really funny comedian up up first he made, if you're listening to this right now, you might be listening on the Mutiny Radio iPhone app. And if you are, it was constructed and built and masterminded by your first comedian of the night. I'm just going to let you go as long as you want to go, man. Put your hands together, everybody, for Raul Sudartsen. Yay! Condoms on here, and then not anymore. <laughs> What's up, audience? All both of you, yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, yeah. <laughs> it, um, yeah. I guess everyone's too hungover to be here. Meanwhile, us dedicated comedians have nothing better to do on New Year's Day, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh. Jokes, 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 jokes. Uh, I listen to a lot of music. You know, I listen to a lot of music. You guys listen to music? No? Music is cool. I've recently discovered cartel music. Yeah, that's right. Cartel fucking music. It uh, sounds like regular ass fucking Mexican music. Just uh, with the uh, epileptic saxophonist, you know? It's like, me, 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 pistola, no duerme. You know, it's fucking. Um, but then, like, you'll be walking out to it, sounds thinking you're listening to Mexican music, connecting with your cousin's ancestors, I don't know. But uh, the whole time you're listening to Mexican ISIS, like, okay, jihadi Juan, you know? <laughs> Anyway, uh, the kids today are fucked up. The kids today are fucked up. I think so, you know. I think kids are going around collecting mental illnesses like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you know. <laughs> it's like, um, they're, they're like, uh, fuck. I, my friend um, got, uh, she says she got uh, collected uh, oppositional defiant disorder. You ever heard of that? ODD, odd, because she's odd. I didn't know you means you shirk authority. I didn't know you knew means you could be diagnosed with being 15, you know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
but uh, I don't think I have oppositional defined disorder. I think I have oppositional compliant disorder. You know, it's a lesser known OCD. It uh, really helped uh, me during, um, you know, I've really hurt me during uh, basketball games because I'd uh, pass to the other team because I was raised polite, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd uh, guard a guy thinking we're dancing. We're in this together, you know, and then he'd cross me over, break my ankles and my trust in him. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, um, girls, uh, I've been seeing girls, so you got me doing weird shit, you, you ever have your partner make you do weird shit, she's like, you gotta manifest stuff, you ever heard of manifesting, it's like, you want something, you have, you just basically write shit down a bunch of times, what you wanna happen, and then it'll happen, I'm like, god damn, that is a power that is meant to be abused, okay, go, uh, she basically introduced me to Shinigami from Death Note, <laughs> if you don't know what Death Note is, it's, uh, you write their fucking name and then it murders them, which is what everyone should do with that power. But anyway, she's got me doing weird shit, man. <laughs> anyway, um, did you know that the, um, no, no, fuck, fuck that one. I don't know. Um, I was raised vegetarian. I was raised vegetarian, guys. Yeah. Um, and not anymore. That means I'm not anymore, right? <laughs> but, um, um, you know, I... I asked my dad, hey, why can't I have beef? You know, why can't I consume beef? Like, and then he said, well, because we consider cows as God. And I told him, hey, God is delicious. <laughs> Let me get some of that make our Lord and Savior. Anyway, the McRib is back. Anyway, I don't have a bit about that, but why the fuck is it back? <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. Um... Ah, uh, shit, I should have wrote shit down, but uh, I'm so honest. I'm very honest, guys. I'm very honest. I'm so honest that I'm 5'11 and three quarters, right? <laughs> I'm so honest that I'm going to tell you that I'm going to lie to you and then lie to you and get away with it, you know? And that's how honest I am. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, honesty can be kind of overrated, you know? Honesty is kind of overrated. Um, like, you know, it's a fleeting high. People are always brag, like, I'm brutally honest, you know? I tell it how it is. Like, you know, fuck that. You know, nerd. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, br being brutally honest is a fleeting high. It's like cocaine. But lying to people, <laughs> like I sure did watch Top Gun. Lying to people, that shit is like heroin, you know? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I wish I had more shit to do, but um, uh, I think... Um, Oh, I like the, uh, I did that on Monday. I'm doing all the bits I did on Monday, but you, know, you don't care. We love each other here. It's Mutiny Radio. It's a community. And uh, I like to drive fast, guys. I like to drive fast, you know, because um, you know what's worse than seeing the flashing blue and red lights uh, behind you? Seeing a flashing yellow light, someone passing your car, trying to you overtake your car. I drive fast on my Nissan Sentra that's all busted because of that. Anyway, that is all I have for you, both of you guys. Uh, thank you. Yay. Yay. Raul Sirotzen. Yay. Yay. Do you want to come in here and podcast? Come on in. And uh, and your friend too. Um, talk about we could talk about what it's like to be at Berkeley and be zooming, uh, whatever that means. Um, 
Um, yeah, so you you go to you both go to Berkeley, but it's like, yeah, yeah. but it's but it's weird because it's it's you don't do classes anymore. I mean, you do, but everything's online. Like you do you not you don't go in and sit in a lecture hall at all. Yeah, everything's online. It's just uh, on um, your laptop, and then you don't leave the comfort of your house, and it's fucking great. <laughs> but it, do you feel like? It's worth the money. It doesn't cost any less, right? Like I mean, Berkeley's yeah, still, still charging the same. Yeah, it's not worth the money. But uh, well, because that's that's just so crazy that you're investing in. And I understand UC Berkeley is an amazing school, and getting a degree from there is incredible. But yeah. do you think that you're getting the same caliber of education in this new media medium? Um, I mean, I'm I I. I think i learned this semester but some people like don't thrive in quarantine like they ju they just uh, so like they're just getting by you know doing assignments or whatever so it is like a, it is it's a harder thing but you can learn it is possible to learn through zoom because you know everything is possible but then you know it's not um as effective right as a lecture hall and being motivated to study so if you want to talk to your professor how do you do that do you have to zoom them separately they have like office hours still but you have to do you are you required to do office hours time with them on zoom or it's just optional or yeah i mean you're not required you just schedule an appointment you click a button and then you get office hours wow your time <laughs> did you, you went to i'm going to call it regular college <laughs> you went to traditional college before covid right you were in classroom settings yeah, and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. And so which do you prefer? I, I like to be in person, yeah. Yeah, the in person. So it is. Yeah. So you felt like you... <laughs> Most people, I think, do. Yeah. You feel like you got more out of it, like, educationally? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I, I would disagree. Because uh. Uh, I was there for one semester, like, in person, and then the next semester was the COVID one, and, like, all the classes were already online. Like, not, like... In lecture hall, like you don't have to go, so you can just get it online. No one goes to the lecture <laughs> hall. Really? But because you're also your major is computer science. Yeah. Yeah. So that's totally different than say like if that's you were a, if you were a, you know, theater major. Oh yeah. How would you the, yeah. possibly, like, what would even be the point? Yeah. Right. How would you take any classes at all? It would be worse than open mic over Zoom. Right. <laughs> Trying to do a play. How do you do a play over Zoom? Like you can't. How would they you tried. rehearse for they anything? They tried for our orientation. They tried. They did like you know the welcome video was like don't get too drunk when you're here or whatever the orientation and they recorded like a skit kind of thing and normally it's uh, in person but the way they did it they they recorded a skit uh, over over like webcams wow and it sucks and of course it sucks <laughs> what well, now why were they telling you not to get too drunk because are people still living no one lives in campus on dorms do they some do, people do people still live in the just just because the, there's no classes but they still do wow <laughs> because it's i mean i i guess you're still kind of getting the college experience then yeah i would be pretty bummed out if because that was the whole part of being in college was that you're not living with your parents anymore. Mm -hmm. You live in this sort of semi-communal space. You get, get to know who you are and who they are. And it's like this whole growing thing, you know? Yeah. And to not, not have, <laughs> but to not have the opportunity must be like, do you feel like you're getting cheated? No, I mean, like I'm, 
I mean, I'm, we're computer science majors, so it's like, <laughs> it's, uh, we don't miss out on much, but the people, like, I definitely feel like some people feel cheated out of, uh, they should at least, like, pay less. It's not, right. like, uh, it's not, uh, worth the semester cost. Right, whatever. what is it? It's, like, f- probably 4500 now a semester? Uh, 7000 What? Yeah. Oh, my God. For in, for in-state, when out-of-state I, is even worse. Wow, when I went to, um, UC San Diego, um, which is the same for all UC schools are the same, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. because it's the UC Regents or whatever. It started with like $1,400 a quarter, but it was a three-quarter oh, yeah. system. So it was like 6000 a year. Back in Back 19... in 1993 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's a really long time ago. Yeah. But 7000 a semester yeah, to be on Zoom. Because couldn't you just... And there's Get a campus everything? fee too. There's a they've charged a campus fee still. Oh my god, that's insane! <laughs> you need to do a joke about that. There's some that is, I, I, they charge a campus fee. There's no campus. <laughs> that's insane. I would be so miffed. I guess this is the thing though. It doesn't make any sense. You're paying for I guess their syllabus or sort of their time, but it's it's not the same. I mean, you could learn this. It's all available yeah, on the internet, anyways. Online. College is a scam. Yeah. College is a scam. So, <laughs> so you're seeing, and and because I've felt that way for a while. I, you know, I have my little pieces of paper in my kitchen framed, <laughs> and I stare at them, and they say, you know, and all the rights and privileges thereto attained with this degree, which is nothing. It's a piece of paper. It's well, like you have what multiple rights? master's degree. I know, but what <laughs> rights and privileges do I have? None. Uh, Being able to tell people you have that right i know to be pretentious now i have all the rights and um privileges of being pretentious and being like oh look at my pieces of paper they're very very fancy but when you're dealing especially in computer science you don't necessarily need the piece of paper because if you can do the job you can do the job like you've already built an app you built an app for us mutiny radio you could why why even go to berkeley at this point why not just go into the work field and be like look what i can do and they're like yeah and then they hire you and give you money uh i get is that pressure yeah yeah it's there's the pressure to go to college yeah yeah really everyone else is like going you know like the and that's a powerful thing like a zebra like i want to follow the rest of the zebras it's just it's your whole family's gone to college everyone in your family it's just a thing they just expect it they expect it and you are also expected yeah also, I mean, like, the idea is, like, the connections you get there, whatever, like, you get, like, people recruit there, it's easier to get a job, but yeah, it's not. But are, is it worth $7,000 yeah. a semester? Exactly. Yeah. So you're talking about $14,000 a year for four years, um, you know, sixty grand, mm-hmm. and without even whatever fees and stuff they mm-hmm. tack on and books and whatever else. Is, is that $60,000, do you think it's worth... I mean, you don't know yet, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you don't, don't know. You won't know too. I either. hope it is. <laughs> right, right. Because, like, m- my little pieces of paper, I mean, I know things, and that's nice. Yeah. But that's all it's really – it hasn't – they haven't helped me make my – I mean, obviously, I have the mm. skills and abilities to run Mutiny Radio, but I yeah. ain't ma- making any money at this. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm an artist. Look, I could be an artist. What would I do? Yeah. But there's – it's not. I guess it's different if I mean, you go into your life as an artist, or if you go into your life as a computer science person. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you have a skill that is important and makes money, and they we attach monetary value to it, which can be exploited by capitalism. <laughs> yeah, really. What? How would? 
do you have any lines of things that you wouldn't create for or design code for or whatever? Like, is there anything, is know, a like, job a job or is there like a, a measure of integrity where you'd be like. I mean, I don't think I want to like work at like Lockheed Martin or whatever, like the people that make like the bombs or whatever. Sure. And then, but then, like, even, like, if you, like, how people end up working at Facebook, Facebook recruits or whatever, and then, you know, Facebook is evil. <laughs> yeah, Facebook is pretty evil. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, all that data, and then they, like, sell it, or... So, I, I oftentimes know that the computers are listening to me. Oh, yeah. Like, the phones and the computers and stuff, because they give me... It's so weird. Like, they're all connected, too. I don't know how Netflix and Facebook have figured it out. <laughs> like, they know me. They, like, they know me. Yeah. It's weird. And I, and I try not to pay attention to ads on the side or whatever, but, like. But it's there. But it's, it's all there. The ads are looking at you. <laughs> yeah. I think they are. I don't buy anything, so. Yeah. Whatever. But have you ever gone in an ad after just, like, talking about that thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I was in my buddy's house and uh, she has an Alexa or a Siri or one of those things that talks and we were talking and then all of a sudden like all this commercial came and was like w what were you li they're listening to us <laughs> they really are yeah. does that freak you out at all it uh, does yeah I mean it, yeah it's bleak I mean um, I mean hopefully it's not used for nefarious purposes but it probably is but, like, it hasn't yet, kind of. It hasn't reached its potential of how bad it could be. Right. But even though it has the capability of getting, like, to where uh, they can control everything you think about, like, with the ads and what you see is curated by someone. It's like having, like, a personal curator for each person. Sure, <laughs> sure, that wants everything. you to, to buy things because I guess we're only worth what we can consume. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's this... I don't know. I, I've, I've been getting nervous about the future because it seems that with all this COVID and shutdowns and shutting down businesses and small businesses and how mm -hmm. many small businesses have had to shut down, the like this overall plan of sort of ruining a whole sector, service industry and artists, because mm -hmm. usually people who are in the service industry also happen to be artists. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, why are they trying to do these weird eugenics on artists like yeah. don't aren't we important maybe we're not because then my entire life right i've all of my degrees are all art degrees and am i supposed to work in some like amazon warehouse like all the that's gifts what they expect, that like they expect you to produce something or like that's exploitable that's like what's it's coming towards i guess right. you know but and like, that but then art is uh, art isn't exploitable but it is important you know i i mean i think it is too. i think i think that self-expression is very important because it leads to concepts of like critical thought and mm -hmm. but then if they're just if they want us all to be like sheep i don't know maybe it all goes down to what you guys are doing with like the computer program <laughs> like what are the algorithms that are made so that they can force us to be who they want us to be because they've got us on the phone mm -hmm. how like, do you feel about the UBI, the Universal Basic <gasps> Income. Thing. I love UBI. Yeah. I think UBI is brilliant. Universal Basic Income is they're starting it in San Francisco mm -hmm. um, for 130 artists. The applications are coming out soon. Nice. Everybody, look it up if you're an artist in San Francisco. It's going to be a thousand a month for like six months or something, tax free. Oh my God, it changed my life. I think it's amazing. I think it values. So there's all these kind of work things. 
things that humans can do that aren't necessarily monetarily appreciated in our current system, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can have a baby, but you don't get paid for it, but then you can be a nanny and take care of someone else's kids. So like childcare, when it's not you has value, but when it's you, it doesn't have value. And it's the same thing with like sex work. Like it's illegal and women do it in the context of these certain societal constructs, like marriage is definitely, you're definitely doing sex work there and you're not getting paid for it. (laughs) Or maybe you are like, I don't know. But then that also, why is that not being compensated, compensated on this? It has to be made illegal and then something else is happening. Like, so there's all of these. And then UBI just is a catch all for all of that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, maybe someone does just want to be in a band and travel the, whatever great a thousand bucks rad Mm -hmm. i mean it's i don't know it just i think it's it sort of makes a little more equitable yeah and the work that people have been doing that hasn't been paid yeah and with technology do you think like like the fact that more automation is coming combined with ubi is good or like and it allows more art or do you think it'll be worse for art well it has to because what else are people going to do like if all the service industry jobs are gone if if there's oh, no yeah. more chefs because everything's being cooked by a robot i heard about this new burger machine <laughs> that like you stand in front of it and you put your money in and then you tell it what kind of grind you want how much fat you want in it and it grinds it for you <laughs> and then you tell it how you want it cooked and it goes you know through the little yeah, thing yeah, and it yeah, squirts yeah. stuff on it and it makes you like a burger <laughs> and i'm like oh no like that's somebody's job yeah yeah so chefs what i mean i guess childcare there'll always have to be people because what you you can't like can you have a robot nanny i don't know uh, can you have a robot therapist <laughs> Right. Well, what is Zoom now, though? If you if you're doing Zoom, isn't that almost a robot therapist? I mean, I guess they're there. Person on the other end, unless you create uh, a robot person. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Could you do that? Could you create a robot person therapist that could respond? If you do that, would be kind of scary. That's a premise of a very horrible way to go wrong. (laughs) But it would be. I think it would be great because it would have access to all of the knowledge. Then what happens to all the therapists who's like exactly? So can you automate therapy? Maybe you can. Maybe if you can make. That's the peak of like once you're able to automate therapy, then you're able to automate humans. Well, yeah. Or it's just it's the response. If you have like a fake little head and it's talking to you and it's doing therapy, but it has Mm -hmm. access to all the books and all the stuff, and it can hear your question and then search through its uh. database of mm-hmm. whatever and then come back to you. And if they have a pleasing voice and are saying the right things, mm. is that therapy? I mean, I guess, but like, do you think anything can be that good? Like humans are that predictable that they just need like, well, uh, shouldn't, I mean, <laughs> I would hope that, I mean, that's the thing. I don't think a therapist would necessarily need to be a person. Then I think it could be automated because People are fallible, and so yeah. they might be paying attention. They might not be paying attention. They're right. going to take notes on what you're saying mm-hmm. and then maybe go back and research or do something or think about those books that they'd read, whereas if it was a computer mm-hmm. and it just had all access, I don't yeah. know, maybe it would be more therapeutic because it would yeah. always be the right answer. It would, I guess, but then fuck. <laughs> Unless the point of therapy is that you need to connect with another yeah, no, no. human, the fact that you know some another human is there, but then what is therapy? But then like, 
Yeah, I mean, if it always has the right answer, it could be good. Or, but then that, like, is that even possible for something to always? Because there's so many different humans out there, and then so many people need. Is there a right answer in therapy? Right, like, exactly. <laughs> well, maybe it would almost. I mean, <laughs> it's almost like fill in the blank. Like, yeah. what? What's your history? Well, I guess, but that's what you do with a therapist. You give them your history. You give them your context. <laughs> and so, if you gave this, you know information database with a voice all of your information what they would spit back at hey i use the magic eight ball online to make most of my large life decisions so automated therapy might not be a terrible thing for me i'm like it's uh, one step above I, uh, uh, so what else what what else do you do outside of college i play video games oh yeah so it's all screen time all the time oh, yeah. our yeah, eyes yeah. are shot <laughs> really, I bet. I mean, I can't stare at a screen for too long. Otherwise, I really do. I get a crazy headache. Especially with Zoom now, because now school is the computer, so your eyes are just burning inside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you're watching Zoom, but then you, but then you choose for your leisure time to also <laughs> be screen time. What's your game you're playing right now? Uh, Apex Legends. I've never heard of it. Is it a MORPG? Uh, it's like a battle royale. Like, you drop from. Like the airship, like Fortnite. It's like Hunger Games kind of. But p- there's other people playing at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. not like you're playing a computer and you drop, but it's it's like Call of Duty or something, right? Yeah, yeah it's like okay. multiplayer. Yeah. All right, <laughs> and you shoot people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'll get it out. <laughs> uh, what What's your free time spent with? I just watch a lot of TV. Really? Yeah. Just, I, just completely, just tune out. Just mm, watch TV. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I. I do stand-up comedy. Yeah, well, that's nothing. That's great. Uh, what's your What's the last thing you watched on the Netflix queue? Fuck, I've been. Um, um, I recently got HBO Max. Ooh. But then I've been watching Harley Quinn, the TV oh, show. Okay, that okay. That's good. And what's on? What have I been watching on Netflix? Fuck. Uh, there's like the 2020 special. There's a death to 20. Have you heard of that? The death to 2020. Oh, it was very funny. Um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I enjoyed yeah, his yeah, performance yeah. very much. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised they got it out so quickly. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. probably they probably like started filming as soon as they heard of the pandemic. Like this is gold right here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I I watched that. I try not to have too much screen time, but mm. I did because last night I drank and whatever. I <laughs> I I watched just trash i'm almost embarrassed to admit it um it's on the netflix and it's you'll never watch it because your boys um it's called uh, married at first sight and these matchmakers put these people together and they've literally never seen each other and then they get married and they're married for like eight weeks and at the end of eight weeks they decide whether they want to stay married or whether they want to get divorced Divorced after eight weeks is what it should be called. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it was, and it was dumb because I didn't even, you know, I didn't even watch the whole thing in that once I started to know what the formula was, I pretty much like skipped 10 seconds until I got to the good parts, like the fights and shit like that. And then I was like, skip, 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 skip. Is I'm like, ooh, they're making out. That's cool. Is, is it one person per episode or just focus it's on all, It's all – it's four. It's four different couples, uh, and it's, and it's terrible. It's trash. <laughs> it's fucking trash. And I'm, I'm, I feel like 
a bad person for investing <laughs> for investing so much time even with the skipping forward through it like i was i was hooked i was like i have to know what happens at the end i have to know in these idiots lives and that's the thing too is it isn't even real because there are people that are being followed around by cameras oh, yeah. and the cameras are on them at certain times and the cameras aren't around all the time and so they're ostensibly acting as themselves which is weird yeah but that's that's where it's fun <laughs> i guess but that's the thing with all of these i don't know reality tv is such a mind fuck for me because the whole time i'm like that's them but that's not them like they always have yeah. the makeup on yeah. their hair always looks perfect they're always commenting on something else that happened and they're mm -hmm. putting it in the best light and then there's the editors at the end that take <laughs> all of it and then shove it they, into the they jumble it up to like make it look continuous or whatever yeah so whose life i mean whose life is, is it anyway is it really i guess it's kind of just like watching a normal tv show it's not that different exactly <laughs> except that it's i, I don't know it's, it's shittier it's shittier it's <laughs> shittier and then i have to then i sit there and go like why am i watching this like what am i getting out of this like what is wrong with me that this is fulfilling something in my life like i just i, I just it makes it like it makes me feel like a piece of trash. I can't believe I just admitted that I watched that. <laughs> I, well, I, but I, I, I watch... try to read books, you know? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What, what have you been reading? Um, right now, I'm finishing up a um, compendium of short stories by Roald Dahl, the guy who wrote mm -hmm. James and the Giant Peach and the whatnot. He also oh. wrote a lot of like short story literature and they're friendly giant. I think. Yeah. Yeah. BFG. Yeah, yeah. And, um, all those ones, James and the giant peach, Charlie and the chocolate factory, oh, yeah, yeah. Charlie and the great glass elevator, which is really funny. Cause it makes fun of America presidents. <laughs> um, all those, the fantastic Mr. Fox, et cetera, et cetera. But he, those are children's stories he wrote, which are fantastic. Uh -huh. But he also, he wrote for adults and they uh -huh. are twisted. And it's, it's, ter it's like, they're all like at the end you're like oh, oh like they're just yeah, yeah, yeah really really good um and the one that's on the cover of this one it's called skin and it's about a guy who knew a famous painter named um uh it's it's not matisse it's soutine who's very he's kind of an unknown painter from like uh russia but he, from like 1908 to 1918 anyway uh -huh. so the but the story, which is fictional, is about him knowing this guy and loving his wife. And he has Soutine. The Soutine's in love with this guy's wife, but they are all drinking together one night. And he's like, tattoo a picture, paint a picture of my wife on my back. And then use all, because he was a tattooist, I'll teach you how to use the gun and you're going to tattoo it on my back. And so this story, and that's a story within a story because he goes into this art gallery and he's like, ah, that's a Soutine. I know this. This is, I know this person. And he shows them his back and they're all like, whoa, whoa, he's got this painting on his back. And then it goes into this crazy stuff where this guy's like, I'd like to buy that painting. And he's like, well, how could you buy the painting? Because it's on me. You have to buy me. And it's this poor destitute buy? guy. And oh, he's like, shit, he, he said, well, he says, oh, how about this? How about... The, you can live the rest of your life in luxury at my hotel in this place and let's just go eat together do you like lobster la 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 <laughs> and so then a week later he gets see, hung on the wall yeah his back you see the piece and <laughs> you see the piece of skin that has <laughs> the art on it and then it's like uh, hopefully he's sunning himself on some beach although there is no hotel called this or whatever <laughs> so at the end he like twists it around and it's like oh my 
my God. It's just so <laughs> fucked up. But the whole, anyways, they're really good short stories and they were written in like, I don't know, 1950 or something. Roll dog. I guess like to come up with the kids' stories, they probably also got the most fucked up brains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and all of those Roald Dahl stories are fucked up. Like, James and the Giant Peach is about a little boy who's abused by his two aunts. His parents die in a terrible crash, and he gets sent with these awful ants that starve him and feed him fish heads and all this terrible stuff. And he gets some magic things from a guy on the other side of the fence who feels sorry for him, and then accidentally drops them, and then they go and they become this huge peach, and then these awful women exploit the peach and him, and then these bugs inside and all this weird stuff happens. But it's like, it's completely twisted. It's like this, you know, abused child (laughs) meets life-size bugs and goes on an adventure. Like, what? Yeah. Roll doll. I mean, the Willy Wonka. Yeah. Very fucked up. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the whole thing about Oompa Loompas, man. That's like that's like fucking slavery. It's, yeah. it's in the in the book Little Orange Slavery. Just a ca- just some casual slavery. Just some casual <laughs> slavery. So you don't just take computer science classes though, too. You have to take regular you have to take like I finished that in community college. Oh, so you did all your general ed. General ed in yeah. community college. So you don't have to do any history, you don't have to do any I have to take American cultures. Did you take American cultures yet? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's like this one like non-computer science math class that okay. I need to take to fulfill. I'm taking like environmental studies or something. Okay. So, but other than that, you're just like, oh yeah, just banging it out computer all the time, and yeah. you like it. You actually enjoy that. I enjoy it. It's painful sometimes, but it's I enjoy it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I I'm such a luddite. I don't understand computers at all. I still have no Me idea too. how to I, use my smartphone. I, I, I don't know how technology works. People expect it because I'm a computer, but I, I just like a technology. I can't. What? Do. But you write techno. You make technology. Yeah, but like like if someone asked me to like turn on um a computer, I'm like. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But you write code. I just can't even conceptualize <laughs> like a huge string of stuff. And if there's one mistake, nothing works. Well, yeah, but there's like it checks it for you. The, it the, does? The computer checks it for you. Like, uh, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll like yell at you <laughs> yeah. that there's something wrong. Really? Huh. But I mean, it's, it's not the 80s. In the 80s, like they'd, they'd like Bill Gates would like write, like he'd write it by hand or whatever, stick it in a chip. And then he had to get everything perfect every time, and then they had it back then. But wow, we were very spoiled these days. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even understand what any of it's for. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually upset because I used to have this dumb phone, and I liked it very much mm-hmm. because I could talk on it and call and text, and it was wonderful. But then, um, they don't make the chips for them anymore, and it got stolen out of my bag. And I had another one, and I went to go get the chip because I had it. And they was were like, "This year, when it got yeah." Stolen. And they didn't. They were like, "We don't have that phone anymore." So then I got a smartphone, and it's awful because you can't talk on it. It calls. It does everything except phone calls. <laughs> like it, its phone calls are stupid and suck. But like texting, no problem. And being on the computer, it's a tiny computer in my yeah. pocket. But it can't do phone calls. I'm uh-huh. like, motherfucker, what's the <laughs> fucking point? It's a phone. It's supposed to do calls. And then it just makes me feel so old because I'm like, who talks on the phone? <laughs> yeah, you know, who needs a phone anyway? Well, you, we all do now for the Zooming. That's not a phone. That's a, well, I don't know. 
Oh, I know, right. A little computer in our pocket. Smartphone, phone, phone. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, when I was little, it actually, you know, attached to the wall and had one of those little crinkly cords like that. Did you have dial-up internet when you had... Yeah. (laughs) We didn't even have... We didn't even really use the internet when I was in college that much. Um, A little bit for email, but that was it. So we went to the library? We went to the library and we actually read books. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. And that's the other thing. We actually, I actually had to learn and memorize things because I didn't always have everything readily available at my, mm-hmm. like, fact check. Like, oh, I'd have to use my brain and yeah. remember something rather than just look up every detail. This is the most convenient time for COVID to hit, right? With the, or was it planned? I don't know. Or was it planned? I mean, I mean conspiracy theory-wise, they had to know about it. Like, yeah, someone had. Someone had to know it's not about a, it. Like some, like a bunch of people die. You don't, you know, well, not care. And I don't want to negate it or anything, but only 186 people in San Francisco City County proper have died of uh, COVID, and 631 and counting, 638 have died from opiate overdoses. Yeah. And we're not shutting down the fucking city because of people dying yeah, yeah, from yeah. fentanyl overdoses <laughs> from bad batches. But we're like, oh, 186 people have died of COVID. And and I have heard that it's a terrible it's terrible like way to die your lungs you can't breathe and it's got it does something with your you don't need respirators because it does something with your blood like it's it's that your your sense of smell right well your blood can't hold on to oxygen like it's supposed to Mm -hmm. hemoglobin has oxygen something something happens in your blood where it can't hold on to oxygen so. When they were using all those ventilators and stuff, they weren't necessarily helping people because that wasn't necessarily the issue uh, with it. I know, but weird. That's just ironic. But I know. I think I like I had COVID back in like last year because I got really sick and I was coughing a lot, and that's why I think I haven't. Had, I don't know. Like, you, like this was like, after the shutdown, like in no before the shutdown. Before like, the shutdown. Weeks, I don't, like, was I patient zero? Like, <laughs> like in February. January. January. But that could also have not have been COVID or whatever. But right. Yeah. But big. Fe- you had all the symptoms. High fever. Yeah, 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 and uh, coughing a lot. Um, I don't know about my sense of smell because I didn't know to look for it. But oh, well, you would know if your sense of smell is gone. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. something that you definitely mm-hmm. like recognize because I, I lost my sense of taste and smell not from COVID but from menopause in oh. April of 2019, and it's actually starting to come back. So it's like a weird hormonal thing, Was but menopause temporary. Um, well, until it's over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, menopause is when your eggs, um, you, you know, women are men do the sperm forever, but yeah. women are because you're constantly making more of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But women have a finite amount of eggs inside their body, and so once your eggs are done, they're done. And so mine used to come out every month, you know, girls get the period every month. And now mine come out like once every six months. So I only get a period like once every six months, which is great. (laughs) But it also means that like my, uh, these are my last eggs. They're like, Uh, like coming out. Get them out. Get them out of me. I guess. Or, but they also, it makes me a crazy person because Uh, I think that my body is like, this is your last chance. This is your last chance. uh, Have a baby, have a baby. Gross, right? I know, forty-six-year-old lady. Like, I if I got pregnant, oh my god, I would. I probably have it though, because I'd be like, oh, no, it's a nice. miracle, baby. Nice, come yeah. on. Man. I mean, it's just for the fact that 
it exists. <laughs> I <don't> sure. Know. <laughs> I mean, well, no, because if it happened, it would be such like a weird miracle that I'd be like, yeah. eh, why not? You're a miracle, baby. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> I mean, what else do I have to do? Like, my cats need company or whatever. <laughs> That's probably the worst reason to have a baby because my cats <laughs> need company. That's probably like, no, I would be, I, I don't know. It would change my you life dramatically. Have I don't. a successor for the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I just have a baby with me all the time. I don't, I don't know how my life would change. Uh, yeah. Other than I just you kind of have a baby with me all the time. Yeah. I guess I'd have to stop drinking so much. That possibly. Probably, yeah. 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 You can't I mean, black out around a baby. That's a bad idea. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Well, there's a reason why I'm a 46-year-old and I don't have a child. <laughs> I don't have any kids. There's a, I could be, I'm probably as old as your mom. How old is your mom? Um, I am 45. Oh, my God. I'm older than your mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's sad. I'm so old. You're not. You're, I don't yeah. act. I don't act like a mom, though, right? Yeah. Okay. I act. I still act like a child. Thank you. Because I would be. I thought you were 25. <laughs> yeah. Well, with these with these masks on, and like if I wear a hat and sunglasses in my mask, from behind, I feel like I look like a 25 year old. I don't. I mean, I can't can't tell the difference. I'm I'm digging the masks. No one can see my crepey neck. It covers my beard, so I can't. I guess I look younger too with my mask on. You, like. you, you don't. You, your look belies your age. I feel like you could probably walk into a place and get something, and nobody would card you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Barely several times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially in Berkeley. When I when I lived in Danville when I was in high school, we used to go to Berkeley. We'd drive to Berkeley to get booze. Nice. Because mm -hmm. for some reason. They didn't check IDs or something at the 7-Eleven out there. I don't know, huh. but that's just where we all went. But this is also in like, you know, 1990. So it's oh, yeah, yeah. Back different, different back that back when, I don't know what Berkeley was like. Berkeley was more hippie back then. I guess it's it still, still kind of is. It still is. Hip it's just taken over by the by the fucking nerds. I'm nerds, <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Go go nerds. Go make some money. Uh, what's your? Do either of you have like a ten year? Well. Do you believe in 10 years? Do you have, do you have like a, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I mean, I want to go to grad school. Oh, really? Like, even though I said college is a scam, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, the, uh, the, the alternative is go into industry and it's very bleak and destroy children's lives with. So what you every line of code you write, right? <laughs> and it's kind of bleak, right? The going to to industry. So I, I want to go to grad school and like, I don't know, like do research and, Solve problems or whatever, which cool. is why I, like, I, I, do, I do. I'm a math major too. Oh, my dream, I guess. Maths. <laughs> Dang, you're a puzzle. You're like you like figuring it out. It must give you I don't know sense of completion when you fix something. Yeah. It's like it's it's like, it's like when I bake fuck. bread. It's like when I bake a loaf of bread and I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it looks yeah. so good and it yeah. tastes good and people eat it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And it, but it's the same thing. You're like, look, I created it. I yeah, made yeah, it. Yeah. And it works. It works. <laughs> I get it. Where do you see yourself in like five years? Uh, I've been asked that question before at like a job interview. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> so bad at like answering that question because the first thing, like in the job interview, the first thing I said was like Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see yourself? That's like, funny. That's funny. That's a good joke. Like, it was like my panic answer. I didn't. <laughs> Where do you see yourself? I meant in line at Chipotle. I meant in line, not working there. <laughs> That 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 is that is very funny though. Do you do you do you think about grad school? I mean, even in this Zoom, it, I just can't imagine. I mean, it's gonna go away eventually. It, do you think it will? It's fall. It's uh, 
I mean, Dr. Fauci said that fall, um, the fall semester next fall will be back to normal. Because of herd immunity? Um, vaccine, I guess. Oh, vaccine. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, see, they forced... Um, uh, sorry, no, I'm, I'm worried about... I. I'm worried about the vaccine. Oh, I, yeah. I'm worried that they're going to put something but else you, in it. You know how they put, um, or they force, I guess, college, or like in school, even, they force you to vaccinate before you go into school. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to happen the same thing for colleges. You can only step foot on campus if you've been vaccinated. Wow. But, I mean, I guess if you're, if you're not the first ones to take the vaccine, I guess you can at least have like some leeway to find out. Sure. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like the vaccine is part of, that they could put something in it. They could put a chip or they could put a, they could put something in I mean, it. That that would that would be very hard to do. I, I don't know about a chip, but I'm like, like what if they put like asbestos or some shit? Well, well yeah. I mean, they could put. That's the other thing I'm worried about is that I'm gonna wait until I see from the vaccine yeah, like yeah, yeah. what happens because I'm allergic to a lot of things that mm-hmm. are weird, and I'm afraid if I'm allergic to the serum that it's in yeah, yeah, yeah like there's certain pills i can't take because the stuff that puts the pill together makes me sick yeah and i i think there's a lot of people like that that are sensitive i'd rather we'll just see. get the covid itself and then that'll be my vaccine <laughs> well is that a, i mean is that how it works i don't know i mean so I've, there's been some people who've been infected twice but other than that like i mean i you get the antibodies I'm right. sure something until it mutates into something else until it mutates and destroys everyone yeah yeah i know we got to be able to write jokes about it yeah. mutation <laughs> like what are other things well it's it's like the x men i mean Ooh. they mutated in a cool way <laughs> what if i mean what if, what if what the if vaccine is the mutation? <laughs> I'd like. I wouldn't mind. If you um, if you could get an X Men mutant power, what would it be? Ah, fuck. I don't want to say flying or some shit. Oh, fuck. I'd want. good one. Um, what's um, what is um, the fucking uh, Professor X's power? It's like the fucking over everything he is. Professor X. Oh, because it's in it's because his brain is so smart he can find everybody anywhere or whatever. Yeah, so then like he's able to like operate cerebro or whatever and get right, it going right. into people's minds or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to be able to jump into anybody's mind? Yeah. And yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Superhero power. Maybe X-Men. like pausing time. Ooh. All right. So, so just so you could get more shit done. That's Hermione. That's a very Hermione thing. I, I would be too scared to like look into the future or like go in the past though. I wouldn't tamper with like yeah, that. Fuck but with I would the pause present. it though. Pause, pause to, to to accomplish more stuff and to walk around and see more stuff or just be like more lazy or something. Oh, all right, all right, <laughs> right on. You know, I think that I would uh want to be able to trans like um. Like if I want to be part of the wall, I can be part of the wall. Like um, mm. like a chameleon that you don't know I'm there because I, I go invisibility kind of invisibility, but it isn't right. It's it's like extreme camouflage, so that I am there, and but you can't like I could just I could just be the painting on the wall and you just wouldn't notice. You'd be like, oh, what's that there? But then I could like be a super spy and find out like if if. If people are, I mean, but it's the same thing as you to go in their heads because then you can know what they're thinking. You're just but, having the middleman in there. <laughs> right, I'm just the middleman. I'm like, I want to hear it with my own ears. I want to, because then I could pop out and be like, "This is what I see." 
See, I knew you were talking shit about me. <laughs> that would be, it would just be this for the surprise factor at the end. Like, aha! I like sneaking up on people a lot. <laughs> and, if, I mean, it would be, then I could really know, like, I don't know the truth about a lot of things if I could hide. Are you a paranoid person? I'm super paranoid, <laughs> and I, I overthink things. And so I think that things when I don't have the whole when I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, I make up the stories in between. Like so I make connections that aren't really happening sometimes because because I, you know, hate myself. <laughs> and then so then I'm like, "Oh, this happened because of this, but it isn't. It it's just a confluence of events." But yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't have all the pieces together, I make up some wild story where but then it's in my head, which means it's real because it's in my head. But it's not real because that's not what those people were thinking. Yeah. And so that's where things get I'm, – I'm exceedingly paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like humans, like, uh, like they survive because they see connections that aren't there. And then that's actually the theory of like why people believe in God because they see connections where things aren't there. It's like they just blame it. Like it must be all due to one cause and they, that's people call it God. Like – um, like, like you know, like, because people see connections. Like that's how pe- humans survive. Like you see, like fucking dinosaur tracks here. So like you know that you should. You see the pattern of dinosaur tracks, and you see people get eaten. So then you see that pattern, and then you avoid dinosaur tracks. Right. So that that's how humans, I guess, evolved and it's evolved to a fault. I guess. I don't know. Well, I guess it's critical thinking is <laughs> taking disparate ideas and then formulating them for yourself. Into into meaning. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe in God? Uh, no, I believe mm, in nothing. Nothing. Do you, your gut? No. 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 You? No. I used to. Mm. Um, Were you raised? That I was thing? raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with um, the sort of a monotheistic Christian background. So, nice. um, but I uh, is there one creator? I don't, I can't imagine. There's one all-knowing creator that did everything. There's too much. It's like the hubris of us to think that that this one tiny little planet that has just the right but then it's that's so crazy because it's like this tiny little planet that's at the just the right orbit that just the right tilt that does this weird thing where it spins and there's gravity which i don't understand that (laughs) 9.8 meters per second squared like yeah we can measure it but why like what like the mass i guess i don't know yeah i guess it's it's the it's whatever the 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 center of it and because it's on that tilt (laughs) somehow it rotates and it keeps us center i don't under what so I'm all, and then the concept that we're just a tiny little solar system that there's yeah. inside of all of these other solar systems inside of this in a, our galaxy is one of many galaxies what like <laughs> so all of that then makes me go well maybe there's how how do we exist are we just i mean there's gotta be it's not monkeys. someone that's like creating it to happen i just think it just happen that way and it's just pure I, be, I, I like to think that it's just pure chaos you know just pure headed towards entropy all the time yeah and this is just the result of a billion years of entropy and it just happened to work out for humans like, this wow. is the result of a billion years of entropy and it <laughs> just happened to work out for humans that is a great quote <laughs> yeah entropy and but we're speeding it up I just watched that David Attenborough thing, and he's Ooh. like, we are destroying the planet <laughs> now. We have to reforest. We have to. Yeah, yeah, 
We have to stop using fossil fuels. We have to stop doing that because when we we're raising the temperature of the earth and when the seas raise, oh my God, we're screwed. <laughs> we're all going to die. We but we're all going to die, die anyway. So yeah, might as well do it together. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But see, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, there's this whole, our whole world is sort of collapsing with this global warming and stuff. And mm-hmm. yet, and the, I mean, COVID is a disease. That's part of the natural world as well, like yeah. trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking at what we can do to change those environmental factors, we're not doing that at all. Mm-hmm. We're like still consuming tons of plastic and making all kinds of things yeah. and buying. And, and not, I mean, it would be nice during this time if to reassess everything to reassess like yeah how we treat the planet and how we deal with fossil fuels and i, I guess we don't need them as much as anymore because we can't travel as much so yeah. that's a good thing from covid but what like do you think like it's going to be like that forever to where like because no one's traveling as much anymore that leads to a good thing because covid's here to stay well i don't ever want to not travel like yeah. i i love Greece and Mexico, and I love visiting places I haven't uh, been apparently before. you also like fossil fuels. <laughs> well, I mean, I would take a rowboat if I could, but I just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's Close like... down the station and, t- and take a rowboat to Greece? Hell yeah, <laughs> let's go. But, I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is good that people are staying more centric and that we're all closer to home because there's there's nowhere to go. That's the only reason I come here like every day is mm-hmm. I have to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, everyone has to do something. Yeah, I gotta I gotta walk around and do something. <laughs> I can't just stay at my house with my cats all day all the time. That, that, that does sound now nice for some days. Though, some days today was a nice day with my cats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I had to get out at three o'clock. I was finally like, all right, it's time to leave the house mm-hmm. because. There's only so much snuggle time I can have with my cats. Like, yeah. But it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Uh, what time is it? It is. It's six fifty-five. Uh, let me put on the the breaker. We'll see if we want to come back. We'll see if anybody else is coming. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. This is uh, this has been lovely. Chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. 
We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it, and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube. 
San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Oh, 
Kiki, that song is called Acid and Fapping. What is flat black plastic? What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat black plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, Regression and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxton Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at BuxtonRevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I don't, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead pamphlets? Well, shoot. From time to time, I used to start a few. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two people paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl! Do, do you want to, do you guys just want to start it up, or do you want to wait for a couple more people, or you're cool? Your first comedian, I sent him a bunch of cute pictures of himself today because I had way too many of them on my phone. And I was like, oh my gosh, why do you have so many pictures of young boys on your phone, Pam? Gross, weird. Uh, he's a lovely human being, though. I'm excited to, always excited when he's here and to hear what he has to rant or tell you funny things about. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac, yay!
Shame. Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's how we started off this mic, just Pam's suicide note by audiobook. Is that really how we're going to start this fucking mic off? I guess that. I mean, I'm depressed anyways, and most of my sets are about me mentally breaking down. So that's how today's going to go. That really fucking is how today's going to go. Pam, also, one thing you're happy about is birds. Kill yourself now. Fucking birds. Are you kidding me? They shit on people's cars. They don't do hell. Ducks are birds, and they reproduce solely by rape, and those are the things that bring you joy in life? What the fuck are you doing with your life? Stop. Don't watch birds. All right, go... I'm gonna write David Attenborough a really angry letter because he, he doesn't he do Animal Planet? No? No? Planet Earth. Okay, you know what? The fact that you know that means you smoke way too much fucking weed. That's what a stoner would fucking say. It is. Kyle has a car. Give it up for him. He's a comic who has a car. Yeah, that's right. Nobody gave it up for you. Fuck you, Kyle. Dude, you said it's a family heirloom. A fucking. How poor is your family? That a 98 Civic is their family heirloom. I don't fucking know. It's a red car. All right? It goes vroom. That's all I need to know. All right? I'm sorry I watched Baby Driver one time. That doesn't mean I'm an expert on fucking cars. Jesus Christ. What, what, what type of car is it? So you didn't even know. I asked you what type of fucking car. You're like, what? What type of car is it? An Acura? Well, I wasn't very accurate with that description. Uh, I hate puns. Why'd I say that? <laughs> oh my god. You know somebody starts riff you know when somebody starts riffing like right away, that means they don't write material. <laughs> you know? Uh, all the material I'm writing is just Pam's suicide note. You know? <laughs> Fuck me. I um I do have things to talk about. I uh I, I really actually am enjoying this pandemic. I really am, dude. Like all the stores are closed, which means I, for once, had a good reason to be a shitty family member and not buy my parents' Christmas presents. You know, that's always fun. It's great. It's great. Like, you know, you're the UPS is, uh, like, they're, they're backed up. They're backed up with everything. Like, they can't send out packages on time. You guys didn't hear about that? No? Fuck you guys. All right. Yeah, see, that's how I, I'm trying to start off a riff and see what happens. You guys have no idea what's going on. Fuck you, all right? Pay attention to your local... Mailman ordering business, whatever the fuck it's called, all right? The postal service is dying, all right? UPS has been shot up multiple times. Oh, that's, that's dark. All right. <laughs> I miss Michael Bones. Okay, none of you get the reference. I, um, what we're talking about? Uh, I used to work with, I, I used to work with my father. It was my first job ever. You guys ever worked with your father before? Now, let me tell you what it's like. You ever get uh, fired and grounded on the same day? That's exactly what's fucking like. Like I lost my allowance, but I, I I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know, that's really fucking nice. It is though. It's great working with my dad. I love it. I do. Um, he's Irish. He's an Irish immigrant. Okay, so I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about all the time. You know, like the biggest joy I can ever get when I'm hanging out with him is when he's on the phone with those automated, you know, help services. You know, like press one for pound or you know stuff like that. Like it's great, dude. It's great. Like I. That's how every immigrant should get their uh, driver's license. Fuck going to the DMV, all right, just like waiting there depressed. I want them to get annoyed and aggravated by Siri constantly, all right? Maybe then we believe in Terminator. Okay. It's crazy. I, um, Christmas was weird. It was, dude. It was. Oh, my God. I know. Weird Christmas, okay? Uh, my dad, who's a meth addict, came home high on meth. 
for Christmas. Don't applaud of that shit, Pam. I'm talking about the destruction of my family. <laughs> you bitch. It was great, though. It was, because you know why? My mom was pissed. Everybody was pissed. I was drunk. All right? So I was fucking happy to see him, you know? I made him, like, I was making him food and shit, and, like, he's just sitting there going, I can't eat because I'm high on meth. That's like, that's, I don't know. This is, like, sounding super depressing now. It's great, though. I have no material. I'm just going to riff on random shit. It is, though. It is. What'd you get for Christmas? Notebooks? You fucking nerd. What, notebooks? Your, your, parents, your parents bought you notebooks. Did wait, 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 wait. So your parents don't love you enough to buy you Christmas presents, but your friend's mom tolerates you enough to get you something? That's hilarious. That is. That is. So, like, that's like, that's like you know, you're, you're either, either you adopt a child in that, you know. I get, I get that. Anybody have, like, you know, a family? Yeah, they're great, dude. Like, cause I, uh, I, I had an adopt. I had like several adopted, you know, mothers, like pseudo adopted mothers, and it was great because one was Mexican, the other was Asian, and I'd always they'd always like take me out both of them going like shopping and shit. Like everybody thought I had a, a very unique like multiracial lesbian couple just nurturing me constantly throughout my entire life. Dude, it was great. There's nothing funny about this. It was actually annoying. You ever hear a Mexican woman and a, uh, an Asian woman get into an argument? I don't want to either. It never happened. Now I'm just lying about shit. <laughs> all right? My family life was not that interesting. I was born white. I didn't need people to adopt me. All right? I was, I'm so white. I was born with a 401k. Oh! Dude, my, my signature is a middle finger. All right? That's how fucking white I am. <laughs> and the DMV still accepts it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to um, uh, get your little thumbprint now at the DMV. You know, like you're supposed to do that. They have those little, like, uh, little thumbprint reader machines. I, when I first got to the DMV, you know, I did all that stuff done. I put a middle finger on there. Nobody fucking noticed, dude. It's great. Every single time I have to, like, sign a formal government document, I'm literally flipping off the man. It's so great. It is. You guys should try it. Don't. That's my thing. <laughs> it's great, though. It is. My, uh, my brother's part of a pyramid scheme now. Fuck you. Why is everybody like just saying yeah at the worst possible times? His he is losing money. All his friends. What's that one thing called? That fucking like health shake shit? Or see, you know that. You know that. He's like he he just graduated high school and now he's selling Herbalife products. You know how many friends he has now? Zero. <laughs> Alright, the only pussy he can get now are vegans, because they're the only ones buying that shit. It's fucking stupid, dude. I have to be supportive about him in a pyramid scheme? You know how hard that is when you're an asshole comedian? It's fucking impossible. One, because I was never supportive to him in the beginning, but it's fucking impossible, dude. It is. He, every other day, he gets like a shipment from Amazon with those Herbalife shit, you know? And it's like, dude, it's just filling up his garage. He has a, he has a 98 Camry. That's why I said that. I was a Civic. I don't fucking know. I'm lying about my brother now. Nothing I'm saying is true, except he is in a pyramid scheme. It's great. <laughs> He's actually selling life insurance. Life insurance. It is. He's trying to. He, he's trying to get me to buy life insurance. His mom, my mom, to buy life insurance. Our family to buy life insurance. You know how awkward that is to him sit you down and saying like, "Yeah, the only way this doesn't work out for me is if you die young." Yeah, and with how much I drink, he does, I'm the only one he hasn't tried to sell life insurance to. <laughs> he has. He like he's going around the family like, "Mom, Dad, I'm getting you life insurance. Little brother, Carl, I'm getting you life." Hunter. Merry Christmas. 
That's fucking it. It's crazy though. It is. It is. He's six foot four, dude. Six foot four, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. So that's why I'm talking shit right now on stage, because if I did it to his face, I get my ass kicked. That's <laughs> cool though. Yes, he's a he's a football player. You know? Uh for a community college, so he's not good. Um <laughs> He is, he is, he's, he's like, uh, why is it that athletes are obsessed with jewelry? You guys know this? I should, you get, I, it's where like every athlete is obsessed with jewelry. Like his first thing he did when he uh, got his first paycheck is he bought himself a chain with like his number 72 on it. Like why the fuck are, ath- I have nothing for, that's funny about that. But like seriously, but what I'm trying to say is that can be passed down as a family heirloom, not a fucking car, Kyle. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love this, guys. I don't love any of you, but I love this. I um, I hope we do this into the new year. Support Mutiny Radio, and don't join a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme. That's my time. I'm Hunter Uniac. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Uh, if you want to have comments, you come back here with a mask on and you talk into this microphone here. I have notes. Um, First, you put me in a good mood, thank you. I was very, very sad, and now I laughed and clapped, and that made me feel better, so thank you, Hunter. I, I, I love all your rants, and I love it when you make fun of me. And yeah, ducks are rapey. <laughs> um, I would, uh, the first question I wrote down was, what would your suicide note say? <laughs> I thought that would be cute. <laughs> okay. um, you mentioned your dad's dumb voice. I feel like we need an act out for that. You've got to act out your dad. Like once you call out his, it's like, yeah. it's like bringing out a gun in the first act of a play. You've got to use the gun, yeah. you know? So if you say about your dad's dumb voice, then I hope that you do an act out. And then I thought that also to have your meth dad and drunk you have an act out would be <laughs> super funny because uh, you already introduced the idea of his voice and then you use his voice. And then you use his voice again, but then you use your drunk voice. That could be very funny, and you could say ridiculous things to each other. Um, great audience work. What would you get for Christmas? That was great, and you're always spot on on your riffing. I, you said accidentally, and it's so funny, and the timing was so perfect. Anyone have, you like, you know, a family? That was the exact quote. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I laughed so hard. But it was just because your timing and it was so real. I don't know if you could recreate that, but you should listen back to it. Um, and that whole, you know how white I am? I feel like that's a great premise that you could, the, the middle finger thing was great. The thing you said before that was hilarious. I don't remember what it was because I didn't write it down. Yeah, I, I do but have the uh, I'm so white joke, so I'm just going to add that in, remember? Yeah, yeah. The, the, all, all of that was super funny. And um, just a strange fact about life insurance. When I was your age, um, I was married, and we tried to get life insurance, and the life insurance guy said that um, actually wasn't worth anything, but it's too expensive if you smoke. The reason we didn't get life insurance back when I was married was that at the time, my ex-husband, then husband, he smoked, and so it costs so much more. So he actually should want to sell you life insurance. I mean, from like the logistic point of view, because you smoke and do so many bad things with your body, your life insurance would cost so much money. Like thank you, Pam. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It might not be worth it. (laughs) Okay, those are my comments. Kyle has some comments. Yeah, I was gonna say it's uh, uniquely hard to give comments when you when you know it's not real. (laughs) Like like you said, Uh, I. uh, It's funny because it's like uh, I'm sure some of it would work in a different context than this one. So just I guess 
figure out which parts uh, would you know would transfer. Yeah, I like the uh, pyramid thing. I could use that. And then the life insurance thing, yeah. Those your, those your, are the your ones brother's six six five, two seventy five. Six four. He He's better be successful even if it's a pyramid scheme. Like he <laughs> might you just intimidate people into it. Like you need life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just if you made up a voice for your dad, boy oh boy, would that be fun. Raul has some comments. Yay. Yo. Um, so, yeah, we liked uh, my signatures and middle finger. That one was cool. Uh, I don't know why no one laughed at that, but I laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when you said your dad, like, um, anyone worked with your dad? Um, and then, like, if no one worked with your dad, but then, like, I like the, what's it called? You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Yeah, that's but then, weird. like, you could lead into that without asking anyone was fired. I don't know. It's like, I don't know how you'd work that out. But oh, uh, just switch the, I see what you're saying. If you just switch it and say, Anyone ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Oh, you haven't worked with your dad? Yeah, yeah okay, 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 okay. Just, just to see, just yeah. why not try it out? I don't know. Yeah, but so maybe the surprise. Was I talking too fast? I Mo tend to do that. Most of the time, yes. All right, see, that's what I need to work on. But you're, I mean, that was great. You put, I was, I was very sad faced, and now I'm not. So, so you did your job as a comedian. Yay! Thank you, guys. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac, yay! All right. Um, who wants to go next? I'm assuming Kyle usually does, but Raul is here first. Who wants to go, Raul or Kyle? Want to mad dog each other? Everybody, he made the app that you can get on iTunes. The iTunes app was written by this genius that's coming on stage right now. Put your hands together for Raul Sudartsen, yay! Is that Benny and the Jets, except the alcoholic and from John? That's a, okay. <laughs> All right, RIP Frosty Nugs, I saw him twice. Uh, he was a cool dude. Um, and I liked him. And um, I'm sorry for depressing you, but that is my job. Um, anyway, uh, I have shit. I took a six-month break from comedy, and I am back, motherfucker, because that's how depressed I am. It's a depressing day. Uh, anyway, I think uh, younger people, I think like, like the kids are fucked up. Um, a lot of kids are fucked up. I think they're collecting mental illnesses out there, you know? Like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's why no one gets baseball cards anymore. Like, uh, my friend told me she had uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Ever heard of that? Like, you fucking, I guess you, like, shirk authority or whatever. So you're diagnosed with being 15. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, uh, she, so she collected that one. Um, and um, I don't think I have oppositional defiant disorder. I think I have oppositional compliant disorder. <laughs> it's the lesser known OCD. Um, and, you know, like, and it really uh, hurt me, like, you know, when I played basketball, because, you know, I'd always pass to the other team because I was raised polite. <laughs> and, you know, when I was, like, guarding someone, I thought we were dancing, you know? <laughs> and uh, they'd cross me over, and they would break my ankles and my trust in them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like a lot of, I like to listen to music. Who likes music? Yeah. <laughs> I recently discovered cartel music. 
cartel music, yeah. Like, uh, the thing about cartel music, it sounds exactly like regular old Mexican music, just with a methed out saxophonist, you know? <laughs> That's all it is, uh, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's a, but you can't tell the difference when you're listening to it. But then, so you'll be walking out, maybe, you know, dancing a little, and then the whole time you're listening to Mexican ISIS, you know? <laughs> like Jihadi Juan sounds fucking wonderful. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, fuck. I should have written more, but anyway. Ah, uh, um, you guys was an actor. I drive a Sentra. It's uh, it was busted up, and um, but I like to drive fast. You know, I like to drive fast. You know why? Because the worst. You know what's worse than hearing than seeing flashing blue and red lights behind your car? flashing yellow light of someone passing your car because you're going too fucking slow. I, I live fast. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm very, I think I'm, I think I consider myself pretty honest, you know, maybe a little, I don't know. I'm so honest that I'm 5'11 and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but you know, honesty is honestly kind of overrated. Hon honestly overrated, you know, like, like, people, like, pride themselves, like, oh, I'm brutally honest, I keep it real, like, all right, you fucking nerd, um, it's like, you know, it's like, honesty, it's a, it's a fleeting high, brutal honesty, being honest, is like, it's like cocaine, you know, it's a fleeting high, but fucking lying to people, that shit's like heroin, you know, you can be anything you fucking want, <laughs> you can be anything you fucking want, uh, let's talk about heroin, I love heroin, though, <laughs> um, you ever have sex on heroin, no, I don't know, it's, <laughs> I love it, because, like, you know, you're not going to come, but neither am I. <laughs> it's like, uh, especially when they're on heroin, too, you know, your partner's on heroin, you're together, you know, like, she, she can't be like, I'm going to finish myself off, like, no, I'd like to see you try, we're in this together. <laughs> uh, I love heroin, um, anyway. <laughs> uh, what else have I got? Um, I'm going to do an old bit because I haven't done it in a while. You ever, you know that the Indian religion has a stoner god? Mm. The Indian, yeah. Lord Shiva, right? Yeah, 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 you know. And, um, you know, who do you think really has the better god? The Christian religion, who has Jesus, you know, made the calendar system. We know what year it is because um, of Jesus. Well, our god forgot what year it was. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, that's all I have written down. Thank you, this is great after six months. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. I hope I wasn't depressing. I love you all. I don't hate you. I'm not Hunter. Kyle has some stuff here. Um, I think uh, if my memory served me, I, I mean, I haven't I'll seen you in a long time. Um, like, I remember your kind of style from when I last saw you, you know, back before 2020 and all that, and with now it's uh, like I totally recognize the style, but uh, what I also see now is like clearly defined jokes that are, like it's like it, you seemed like you've. I mean, I haven't seen anybody in like I don't know ten months, so <laughs> it just seems like you've really mixed like your kind of mumble rants <laughs> with like cl like clearly defined jokes that are funny it, that match how you kind of already are. So I really liked it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yay. Um. Collecting mental illness cards, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, hilarious. Um, you started with ODD, um, oppositional defiance disorder, and I thought that was hilarious because I actually used to teach 
special ed for kids. And I was kind of wondering, like, if people knew what that was. Yeah, ODD, and it's called Odd, ODD. Oh, okay, anyway, cool, cool, cool. it's fun. It's a funny thing. But I would, I would do more mental illnesses. List off a bunch of them, like just for fun. Why not for funsies? And that you have OCD, uh, oppositional compliance disorder, OCD. How fucking hilarious! So fucking funny. So so funny for anyone who has any idea about mental health in any context. Such a such a such a fucking good joke. And then I'd go into some OCD things too, oppositional compliance disorder. So like I would, you did some of them of what you did, but I'd mix that up with some actual OCD things. Like like then I wash my hands fifty times. Like first I tell first first I pass the ball to the other team, and then I go wash my hands fifteen times or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. A, a put some OCD things gotcha, in there too, yeah, yeah. just because it's funny because mm-hmm. you like you set it up. Um, I thought that the the saxophone thing could be really funny, especially if you did. And I'm such I'm sorry I keep asking everybody for act outs, but sax sounds are funny to like do, and you can almost like jazz beboppy it, you know. But have one like with Spanish beboppy things, like mm-hmm. you know, if I'm trying to think of sax, like like <laughs> I try to think of like Kenny G or something like. <laughs> it's not Kenny. I'm G. trying to it's think of like a saxophone <laughs> song, but then there's gotta be a fun like. Yeah, yeah. Sexy, sexy sax sounds that you can make. Gotcha. Um, and then I wanted more of those. I'm so honest that I'm five, eleven, and three fourths. I'm so honest that I feel like you could have a whole list of mm-hmm. those that could be so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm so honest that I, I tell you when there's something in your teeth. <laughs> um, and then this is a little thing that happened, and it's it would be a strange little taggy something, but you were talking about lying and heroin, and then you start talking about sex. And I think the only way to have sex on heroin is to like you're definitely lying down, but you're there's a word play there somewhere. And oh, oh, and this was one little tag I thought it was so great when you were like, We're in this together and I knew what you were talking about. And I would just say, You can't shoot up in your neck without me. <laughs> <laughs> like right after that we're in this together, I was like, I knew where you were going, like mm-hmm. because we're you can't do it without me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then I thought because it's hard I'm sure it's hard to shoot up in your own neck. Uh, as a funny shoot. way to, <laughs> but it was great. It was it was a joy to watch you, and so funny. And I uh, again laughed really hard. And you have really like great premises and things you're working on, and super funny tags and everything seems to be working. So yay! Welcome Thank back. You. Thank you so much. Yay! Everybody, rolls the darts in. Yay! And uh, go to Apple, go to iTunes, and you can download the Mutiny Radio app that he built, and that's so rad. And you can listen to it on your Apple iPhone wherever you are. And that's great. We're also on something called Radio Box. But he, he built the thing that does all the stuff. So yay! Thank you forever. Yay! All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! She studies real hard all night. She'll cram. Thank you very much. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. I, uh, I celebrate Christmas because I'm a, an American. Um... I uh, I spent it with my girlfriend's family. Um, did not spend it with my family because they suck. Um, I'm just kidding. They have COVID. Uh, <laughs> they're great. They're just uh, sick. Um, it was actually really awkward spending Christmas with the girlfriend's family because they they gi- they give me like so many gifts. Like, they'll give me, like, 40 gifts, and then when it's time for me to give them their gifts, I'm just like, I hate you. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, 
but yeah, I, I do celebrate Christmas. I was I was raised Catholic. I don't know. I don't really know if I'm Catholic anymore. Um, I I didn't really care or think about God for a while, but the older I get now, the more I actually do believe in God. I think God's real. Uh, I think God is very dumb. I I think it's whatever God is, it's not a whole lot going on up there. Um, and that's a weird middle ground for people because either you believe in God and God's amazing, or you don't believe in God at all. Um, and so the people who believe in God, they're very, you know, they, they don't, it doesn't make sense to them. They're like, what? He, he, what about all this intelligent design? And it's like, I don't know. One time I saw two birds flying and they smacked into each other and died. So uh, it doesn't seem very intelligent to me. There's clearly something going on here and it's, it's not very intelligent. Um, I, I did go to Catholic school and I grew up here in the Bay area. So it's a weird, weird place to go to Catholic school. Um, Especially when you're like just south of San Francisco, you know, because like it's it's very the opposite. You know, there's like like gay people. It's very progressive. Um, so going to Catholic school south of San Francisco was was very interesting. It made all of our priests like young men. Incidentally, um, I, I think that's kind of unique to hear. Um, but the uh, what is this? <laughs> um, I I thought I just I. I didn't really like it. Uh, it was a hard time for me to get. I because the 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 story of of Mary giving birth to Jesus sounds like it was told by like the sixteen year old version of me, just like oh she she's totally never had sex. Uh, yeah, she's a virgin. I t I totally believe her. She told me. Um, yeah, it's gonna be great. But I think just religion and academics don't mix well generally. Like no one wants to believe in God when your GPA is like one point eight. At, at Catholic school, so <laughs> um, I don't know. That made yeah, that made people. I don't know there's some smart people in my school, but generally most people in high school aren't that smart. It makes it made watching High School Jeopardy very frustrating. Um, I never liked watching High School Jeopardy because I saw all those kids. It's like that's not that's not an accurate environment. All right, what you know you want to make it hard for these kids like put some cool people up there with them. They'll really add the pressure. Um, I think <laughs> no one no one wants to answer a question when every time you do, the kid the podium next to you is just like, gay. <laughs> if there were actual high school students in, in high school Jeopardy, it would just be a row of kids at the podium just like, I'm not answering that shit. <laughs> Dead silence. Trebek would be uh, exhausted. Um, I, I, I really think that's all I have. So... Uh <laughs> Oh, wait, I mean, we can move on from religion. We can talk about a slightly less controversial topic. Uh, you guys see that uh, USA is giving $500 million to Israel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that before COVID when problems weren't political or controversial? Uh, <laughs> um, there's a picture, that I read an article about it, and it showed some Israeli soldiers, and it's a co-ed army. You know, the men and women serve side by side. And... Um, these were easily the ho the f hottest soldiers I've ever seen. Just like, th and, and then it made me re once you learn that, the whole conflict between Israel and Palestine kind of makes sense. It's like, Israel just has the sexiest army. Have you, have you ever tried to call a hot girl out on her behavior? Like, <laughs> does not exactly go well. They immediately start acting like you just hurt them. Like, <laughs> They start talking about how they ju they were just harassed. It was last week at a different bar. 
It's like you just threw a glass at the bartender. And the worst part is all of your friends who you thought you th- – this is an analogy to geopolitics. Uh, all your friends that you thought you knew turn on you and start defending her, and it's totally ridiculous. Like you don't even – you're just trying to get pussy. Like I thought I knew you, Canada. Like what the hell? I, anyways, um, I can't tell if that's too edgy or just too rough. Um, <sighs> thank you very much, everybody. All right. Bye. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Yay! Hunter Uniac has things to say. I loved it, Kyle. I loved it. Um, with the, uh, why the fuck are you not up on the stage? I, um, that's right. No, I, I know, I know. No, but uh, with the, uh, Israel has the sexiest army. Wouldn't you say the U.S. is then simping for them? Right. It's the Holy Land. Yeah, it's a, it's a promise there or something. There's, there's something there. There's something there, and I'm glad we're on the same page. And then the second thing, fuck, what the, like, I, I need to start. I should have written it down, but I don't have a pen of paper on me. But that, that one was so good that I forgot my first original comment. That's so good, dude, yeah. Uh, um, fuck, what was it? Uh, tell me the things you were talking about again. Oh, oh. Um, they say that, like you said, like, oh, Mary is not a virgin. Mary's not a virgin. But they say that uh, as a man, you fall in love with your mother. Which is why Jesus fell in love with a prostitute. Uh, uh, there we go. Hey. Yeah, slut shame that Mary. <laughs> Fucking angel coming to her and then Mary night. little whore. God comes to her and then some dumb God comes to her in the night and goes like, Oh I'm gonna fuck y'all and put my Jesus baby in you. <laughs> What a dumb God. That's the dumbest God ever. Why Mary would God wha- go to a fucking virgin? That's the dumbest one to impregnate. Like, even Zeus went to the fucking hottest chick late, later. It would be, exactly, it would be a yeah. callback because God is dumb. So he's fucking yeah. the virgin. Mary him. was a little hoe. And yeah, 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 do a whole little song about that. I don't know. I don't but yeah, but that's, that's oh. Yeah, Mary. This I is mean, my joke now. Why no. not? Like, <laughs> no, but, no, no. But it's it's funny. I mean, if you're already saying God is dumb, then you might as well slut shame the virgin mother. I mean, you're already like, you the you already being blasphemous. So like, why not double down, yeah. triple down, slut shaming Mary? Oh, that's hot. What virgin gives birth in a fucking shed? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's yeah. in the toilet in the high school. There was no shed in the toilet. That's why she was even a bigger hoe, you know? There wasn't toilet in the shed. It's, oh, it's so good. I love this. I can't wait to see it when it's, like, fully hashed out. That's funny. That's good stuff. Yeah, I remember back in the day. Um, just just a little technical thing. You say um a lot. Just some – I say like. I also say you know. That's pretty common for me. But you're an, you're an, you're an um boy. Uh, but, you know, instead of saying uh or um, oftentimes if you just stand in silence, there'll be laughter because people are laughing at the joke that they remember from the second before. Raul, you have comments? Just quickly, uh, I really like that uh, my family has COVID. I don't know if that's the shelf life or anything, but that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and also, um, Israel has a sexy army. That's uh, a lot of fucking uh, stuff there. And, um, I really liked uh, the God is dumb thing. I thought you could like connect it to like Catholic school. Like because I was raised Catholic, I think God is dumb. I love the blasphemy in this room. I love the blasphemy in this room. It's <laughs> fucking one. <laughs> but uh, really good. I like um, um, everything you talked about. A lot of potential there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mary. 
All right, clap your hands again, again together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! All right, your next comedian, all the way coming from South Bay. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like emotion for Rob Edwards. Yay! One, two, oh my God. One, two, oh my God. I got some shit. I got the comfort food right behind my green trap kids. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, bag of shame. Oh, bag Bag of shame. Bag of shame. Uh, R.I.P. Fawcett Nuts. I'll start with that. Uh, you know, but I back when I met him, I called him uh, Cocaine Jesus, just because <laughs> he clearly something. You know, he has something to do with cocaine, whether he does it or sells it. I just knew, just he had an, a vibe about him, and you know, he always had food. Which you know, if you're a white person and I tr and I eat your food, it means I trust you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, you were talking about heroin. I have a story about one time I, w I was in a hotel room with a coworker. We were out of town working, and I walked in, and I guess he was smoking heroin. You can smoke heroin, right? And, uh, you know, uh, I was like, this is a familiar smell. I've smelled this before, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And he asked me, like, hey, Rob, do you want some heroin? And which I didn't know what he meant by it, because where I'm from, we call it uh, heron. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, you trying to run a train on Wonder Woman? Like, what do you mean? You know, I, d I didn't know what he was trying to say. And it also tripped me out because I didn't know, you know, heroin addicts were so, you know, like, you know, giving, right? Like, I thought they were more like crackheads. Like, you know, sharing is caring is not a theme in the crack community. So I didn't know, you know, how to really approach that. But I said no, of course, but, you know, to each their own, you know. But, uh, yeah, you were talking about uh, pyramid schemes. Yeah, I actually did that for a little bit. Uh, the problem is I'm antisocial. I don't have any friends. So it ended up just me being a big black dude walking up on people. And it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It just does not, it does not work. Uh, you know, and then I hit up people that I knew, but, you know, they knew, like, he wouldn't be talking to me if he wasn't trying to get money. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and like they knew it, I knew it, and, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But uh, let me go. All right, let's look at the notes. Let's see what I got. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get have to go home uh, for the holidays. Every time I go home, they ask me, you know, oh, when you gonna bring us some kids or some, you know, some grandbabies or some shit. Which, you know, I don't really know how to give a timetable on an on an accident. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is that probability? What is the probability that I I, I didn't? That's a lot of math. I don't feel like doing. So I just, you know, because I, I had a pregnancy scare with a chick one time, and uh, you know. She aborted it. Um, I didn't tell her to do it. Didn't try to stop her either. But, uh, you know, and, you know, I was, when she told me she was going to get it, you know, I, w I got a little too excited. I was, you know, ready to sleep outside of the abortion clinic like it was a GameStop and I was trying to get a PS5. You know what I mean? Like it was, you know, it's like I want the deluxe uh, collector's edition abortion or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I really didn't want that kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got. Uh, you know, here's the thing about uh, police, right? We talk about police. Uh, you know, I want to be able to trust them. I do. I really do because they make me pay these motherfuckers. I pay taxes, right? It's, it's fucked up, man. That's the most fucked up thing about it, right? Like, it's like we're in some weird, black people are like in some weird dominatrix type situation where they beat the shit out of us and we pay them 
except we don't have a safe word. It's weird. <laughs> like, I, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, something, you know what I mean? Because I'm all for, like, reforming the police. You know, and people are like, oh, defund the police. And I was like, I don't think taking money from these motherfuckers is going to make them more reasonable. <laughs> but, uh, and also, then, then, then when they say that shit, it's like, oh, well, they defunded schools. And I'm like, yeah, look how stupid our fucking kids are. So, like, taking money from something doesn't work. Like, I just, I don't get what they're trying to do, man. Uh, what else I got? Uh... I feel like most of my arguments with girls are just revolve around my phone. A lot of them do. You know what I mean? And now it's the whole thing about like, oh, FaceTime me. Oh, FaceTime me. And they just, you know, you got to do a 360. They want to see who's around you and shit. You know, it, it's, it's crazy, man, because it's like yeah, they're barking orders at you and you're spinning in circles like you're doing the hokey pokey or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're doing a dance. I, I, it's, it's just, it's too much, man. Uh, let's see. I got anything else? Did that, did that, did that. Oh, I have a game that I'm, I'm trying to work on. Uh, I call it objectivity. And basically, what I do is I like say the name of like some of the worst people to ever do anything. And you have to say something nice about them. And it's something that everybody like has to be able to agree on, right? Because people have lost the ability to like, you know, look at something for what it is instead of like being, uh, you know, polarized and shit like that. So I'll give you an example, pretty much like, Hey, Rob, say something nice about the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, well, you know, I don't know who does their laundry, but their sheets are always very, very white. You know what I mean? Like, they're in a swamp, burning shit, and yet their sheets are always just super white. Like, I wear a white tee one time on a warm day, and I can never wear it again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you know? And, uh, you know, and so that's one of them, and then I'll just go down the line, maybe like, oh. Uh, Adolf Hitler would have been a great hype man for a rapper or something, or like, like, oh, well, we don't know what he's saying. Well, we don't know what most of the rappers are saying these days. So, you know, I don't speak German, but you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, Bill Cosby was funny. That's an obvious one. Uh, he was, like he, that, like, he was very funny. Had some great sets in between rapes. So, <laughs> it, Maybe that was his creative process. I don't know, but he 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 had some very good uh, specials. That's all I know. Uh, uh, oh, this is a stupid joke. Uh, so if black people had uh, oppressed white people, would Jim Crow be called like Lamarcus Pigeon instead? It's <laughs> a stupid joke. Don't. Uh, uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Rob Edwards. Holy fuck. What a set. That was great. You have things to say, Hunter? Dude, you fucking killed. Yeah, you fucking oh, killed. Thank you. You killed. I, I loved it. Um, I would love for you to, like, because I know you went, went off of what I was talking about a little bit, but, like, I think it would be really interesting for you to talk about your experience in your own pyramid scheme and hash that out, because I know you're just riffing a little bit about that. Okay. And I think that'd be hilarious. And then also with uh, this, like, one note with uh, Bill Cosby, he had great specials, but besides his drink orders, you know. Yeah, it's funny. I thought, I mean, I pretty much have all just, like, happy things. Like, the cocaine Jesus was super funny, the heroin addicts, and then you had this great pause with, giving it was just your you as a persona are just so 
fun and great and your timing is just like really awesome um you're just so fucking chill I don't know how to I don't know how to give a timetable on an accident I mean (laughs) Jesus Christ what a fucking line that was like I mean you and you can just stand there because you have such a quietness about you anyway you can say that line and just stand there and look at everybody and you can have ripples of laughter forever uh, the reform and the reasonable joke I enjoyed. Oh, so on the game, I wouldn't give us the name. I use the name as a punchline. So first, say I made this. I do this game and explain the game, and then say I call it objectivity, oh, and then okay. you'll get a laugh on that. And then do your examples about like, yeah, okay. just because you'll get a you'll just get a bigger laugh. And yeah. the I mean, the Marcus Pigeon, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was all. It's your writing is spot on right now. Uh, Raul, you have comments? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the timetable on an abortion, that's just a killer line you killed. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that was my favorite. Um, Marcus Pigeon, of course. Um, and uh, the when you know, you riffed about the, I think you were riffing about the heroin story or whatever, but that could be a bit uh, if you wanted to be. Like, heroin addicts are very generous. And, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a tr- that's true. That is very true. That's, uh, yeah. And, um um, the thing about, um, what's it called, uh, all your relationship problems come for your phone. <laughs> you said FaceTime me, and then it's like even more and more problems. Like the, as soon as, like the more shit that your phone has, the more problems you have. I don't yeah. know, something like that, but there, there's something there. But uh, Update, update, update. I got 99 update. apps, but okay. <laughs> but you killed, dude. That was sick. I got 99 apps, but uh, okay. I got you. Hunter had some comments, too. I forgot one last thing. Uh, with the GameStop whole waiting analogy. You have to get an appointment for an abortion, so you literally pre-ordered it as well. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> and then waited out loud, you know. Yeah. <laughs> pre-ordered the accident. <laughs> Perfect. You're amazing. Right. That was awesome. Everybody, Rob Edwards, yay! Okay, I have one new joke that I wrote yesterday and today that I want to try out. So here we go. Yay, me! What happened? So yay me, yay. I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been reading a lot because I'm alone. I'm so lonely. But I've been reading a lot, and I recently got the entire compendium of Grimm's fairy tales. And they are disturbingly patriarchal. So I'm just going to start with, we hate the witch. Why do we hate the witch? Everyone hates the witch. This is just a misunderstood woman who loves cats, who doesn't hang out with old, she's just not married, and she has cats. And the whole Hansel and Gretel thing, right? Hansel and Gretel... She invites, she has a beautiful house. She's feeding them. She just wants to feed the fat. I think that this is all, she's been misconstrued. You know, she just wants to feed the children because maybe she wants to pull a Bezos and like steal their blood and get like a transfusion so she can stay young forever. But she's going to feed them. She didn't want to actually, I mean, if she wanted to actually eat them, it might be a metaphorical euphemism from like, you know, how young does kid jizz keep you, right? Like you could use it as a face cream or like if you're swallowing kids is that the closest thing you can come to stem cells and then so if that's but if that logic stands 
how many 25-year-olds have to jizz in my vag before I stay young forever? Okay, that's my new joke. <laughs> Yay, am I a genius? I have a comment. Yeah, um, throw up, it's four on the board. Oh, you turned it off? Well, I just, uh, four, it should be four on the board, or one, since you're in front of that microphone, you can use oh, one. I'll use one, I'll use one, yeah. Okay. I, I liked it. I would like to see a mathematical equation between how old the kid is and how potent that jizz is saving your life. You yeah, know what I mean? Except the thing is that you're talking about witch math, and we only deal in symbols. Like we well, that's we even funnier. There's no, yeah. there's just <laughs> numbers are symbols. That's even too. funnier. Sex yeah, you, you can you can literally make up your own math problem <laughs> about that stuff. You know? Sex uh, symbols. And then also, uh, twenty-five-year-old people are not children. You fucking cougar. <laughs> Oh, come on. Who lives with their mom? How many 25-year-olds live with their mom? I moved out when I was 23. Oh, good for you. Maybe I should make it a 23-year-old joke. <laughs> I used to use 23-year-olds as the punchline, but now that I'm older, I had to make it 25. Because 23 is just, it's just not, it just doesn't even seem realistic at all anymore. Yeah, uh, it's kind of <laughs> weird though, Pam, because every single time I age a year, you up that number. I up that number. <laughs> well, that's what I love about comedians. Ooh. I keep getting older, and they keep what other picture she has. getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> What's up did, did did Hansel and Gretel did that did it did that involve like boiling cauldron? Like was it that involved an in game? It involved an oven, and she was gonna push them in the oven, and they tricked her, and they pushed her in the oven, and then they cooked her. Okay. At the end. Okay. And um, because. They thought that she wanted to eat them. Um, but she really was just a baker in the woods who loved cats. I mean, si it's not that big of a deal. Since the kids thing got the biggest pop, I was wondering if you, if like you could talk about like if you boil it, it brings out better properties, or I don't know, you'd like part of a recipe. Yeah, I just want to, the whole <laughs> thing for me is that I want to keep the kids alive because I want to use them either to, okay. because of the Bezos, because Bezos I heard uses 20-year-old um, blood and he transfuses it into his body so that he can stay young forever. And I was like, wow. It, well, what will jizz do in my uterus? Um, I mean, but, but, I, but I have an IUD in there. It's a copper pool sweeper. Keeps out all the dead babies. But I'd love to keep the dead babies and then keep their stem cells and eat those. Can I do that? Like, that would be... I don't know. I That's the thing. I'm wondering. I, I, think, I think it's keeping me young. I don't know what's happening. I hope it's keeping me young. Do I have, oh, I was gonna translate that into the thing, I'm gonna ask people in the audience, like how many of you are uh, under 25? And then I'll say, you know, I, I give off an old lady witch vibe. Some people say I give off a mom vibe. I say, what about a stepmom vibe? Yeah, do you need a stepmom? She says, your dad wanna get divorced? I'm kinda hot, we can, we can party, bitch. <laughs> That's a fun joke. Are you out? Bye. Bye. Okay, well. This was the joke workshop, and this was super fun. And thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, we can hang out and do whatever. We can podcast after. I'm here till whatever. Um, but I would I'd like to smoke a cigarette, and we can podcast. Okay, I'm going to run around, and we'll be back with more funny things, Muni Radio. Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah, our Venmo is at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's not the one that has our logo because I'm just too dumb to figure out how to. No, actually, they won't let me find out who did the other one. Someone, like, made one in my. Anyways, it's just a Mutiny. It was Sean Lamar.
It was Hippie Sean Lamar who did it years ago. Uh, oh, no, no, no. David Stolowitz is fine. He's great. He actually updates the website. He's a doll. He, he actually, when he did that, he got really misconstrued, and, and it was sort of he got thrown under the bus. He meant to help everybody on that. He was, like, making event bites for things that didn't charge anyways, and wasn't really I don't know if he was asking for money or not. I don't know what was happening with the money but he wasn't doing it for a profit none of it none of anything we're doing makes profit by the way you guys unless you're stromoid like I think he's the only one I was for a minute there when I was doing the parklet shows I was doing just fine before the shutdown that was exciting and wonderful and I was super happy because I was like oh my god everyone's making money doing comedy and I was like paying people and I was getting paid and I was really really happy and there were audiences and I'll, and it's all going to come back after the fourth so look out for the Newtony Radio presents uh, Asiento Wednesdays and Saturdays at Atlas Cafe and Sundays at Resolute here every Friday at 7 o'clock, the outdoor show. It's all coming back after next week, so stay in lockdown, bitches. But uh, enjoy some music, and we'll be back with, like, podcasting or shit. Okay. Kiss that old crumb crack guy goodbye because, you know, oh yeah, baby, you know you're on the one, the fucking one. Oh, baby, yeah. Yo, you know, I, I, I saw you that day. You, how's your girl, Mike? Oh, she's pretty nice, man, but I tell you, yo, I saw the other girl at Nettie's the other day, and she had her shit together. I'm talking about shit, pop, pop, booing system up top, in the back, aw, hey there, Georgia girl, Georgia girl, oh baby, you look so nice, you got the one, you got your shit together, Georgia Right, baby, that was you the first time, you know, I saw you all alone, I was on the boardwalk, you know, you were looking lovely but lonely, and, you know, you would be squirting the water in the clown's mouth and everything, but hey, baby, you know, I would win the whole prize, you the whole nine yards, the, the skee-ball kick, it's everything, baby, for you.